I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Pay as you gym is the new flexible way to access over 300 gyms in the UK with no commitment and no sign up fees. We're offering you listeners of the football ramble, a free pass worth up to 15 pounds to access a gym near you. Just go to payasyougym.com forward slash football ramble. Pay as you gym is simple and easy to use. You only pay when you go. And as an extra benefit for you, you can take a friend along with you for your first visit absolutely free. Go to payasyougym.com forward slash football ramble. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Lovely to have you back, my darlings. My name's Marcus, and I've got my three besties with me. Jim. Hello. Pete. Waka Chaka Chum. And Luke. All right. Right then, the season's just about finished, so I want to ask you, who is your man of the season, Jim? Uh, it's an obvious one for me, but I'm going to have to go with Robin Van Persie, because he's just been an absolute superhero this season. Um, you know, the goals against Liverpool and Everton standout has been particularly good, and mm-hmm. I think it was, what's especially impressive about Van Persie is he's been the standout player yes. in the Premier League um, in a team that's not challenged at all. I mean, could you imagine the state of Arsenal season without him? Would it be third? <laughs> Single-handedly just <laughs> taking them into the, into the Champions League. Exactly. I've so had quite impressive. a good time imagining that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they'd have finished 23rd. Yeah. yeah. Well, probably not. Because uh, no, weirdly, they'd have been in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Van, Van Persie, eh? Yeah. It's a good job. I mean, he's been, he's been excellent this season. It's it it great f- to watch. It would, f- it would feel churlish of me to not pick Van Persie. Yes, because mm. you're a big Arsenal fan. Mm. Uh, Pete? Um, I am torn between... Uh, Vincent Company or Vincent Company or whatever the uh, commentators call him to try and be clever they've got Company and uh, or uh, Mario Balotelli you know Mm, Balotelli has brought in the he hasn't um, performed quite up to uh, spec but he's still very very young I'd like him to retain his place in the Premier League side and uh, he's uh, very exciting and fun to watch I think he's been decent when he's been called on he's got quite a few goals but I did say man of the season I didn't say player that's true yeah he's brought a lot of entertainment on and off the pitch Mm. I mean you could argue Tevez has been probably one (laughs) of the biggest he was absent for a bit (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so Balotelli or company I'm going to go for company okay he is he, he is also a nice man as well for reasons we talked about last week yes. of course mm-hmm. yeah. locals I'll give you a clue yes unbelievable Chris Kamara Gary Neville Gary oh, Neville okay good ah! genius good that's better I like what you've done there you've thought outside the box yeah, unlike well, the other two well I just thought that um, he, he started this season 
a lot of people were unsure about him. He got a little bit derided before he even started as a broadcaster. I think he's not only turned everyone around who mm-hmm. universally love now, he's capped off a great season of broadcasting, in my view, uh, with a and little slot on the England coach. And now he's on the plane yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> pundited his way into the England side, yeah, which he, is he the, the first. Yeah, that is the first time anyone has pundited themselves into an international setup. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. He put it like that. It's great. It's a bit of Genev. It's yeah, got yeah, yeah. Um, Keeping with the media theme, I'll, Jeff Shreves. <laughs> you got to do a proper one. No, okay. Uh, Drogba's been marvellous, and we'll, we'll, we'll come on to him. But I'm going to go for Big Harv Renard. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good shout. The Copper Bullets manager yeah. who won the uh, the African Cup of Nations, and probably my favourite moment of the season was at the end of the game when they won amazingly against um, picked up his Ivory Coast he picked up the player exactly Pete who, who was uh, injured stricken carried him on uh, carried him over to the celebration I will be your hero baby yeah. the tight Ooh. white shirts the jeans yeah. everything Richard Marks-esque oh wasn't it yeah Carver and I come on done it in style <laughs> give yourself the points <laughs> <laughs> you've earned them thanks I will yeah <laughs> um, uh, I'll get those points out of my sight <laughs> 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 Marvellous stuff Right let's We can only start With the Champions League final Because the Blues won The Chelsea Blues Bloody won They did didn't they In against, g- Don't know Against when all the fun Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a team Who don't know they're beaten There was so much Thrown against them Yeah And but even when it down When it went down to penalties You thought Oh Germans In their, in their own yeah. And still, what was Schweinsteiger doing? Oh, oh. my God. There was, for, for 82 minutes, it was a dead rubber. It was Chelsea th- said, We know you're going to attack. And Bayern so we're going to start with two left backs. Yeah. Well, they had, yeah, well, they had so many chances uh, in the oh. first 20 gonna, minutes. And they yeah. fluffed some stinking chances they could have yeah. put away quite easily. It's They've had a proper Mr. Bean style end to the season where we're getting <laughs> stuffed by uh, Dortmund in the, in the cup final as well, obviously losing out in the league to them. Didn't Leverkusen watch that a number of years ago? They were in for three trophies and they lost mm. all of them. But I think it. Yeah, I think oh no, sorry. Yeah, Bayern in '99 were on for the treble as well, I think, and they won okay. two out of three. Okay, oh, oh, it was like a film script. It's basically like Chelsea. You're going to have a go at the Champions League. You're going to get the hardest team in the world in the semi. Yeah. In the final, we're going to do it so you're away from home. They're going to have it in their own stadium, and you're going to have half your best players out. <laughs> get on that. <laughs> to be fair, though, I mean Bayern had three players missing as well. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, and it's a shame, you know. That, I mean, obviously, seven players missing from the final, and but, you know, true. But Bayern had their front three who have been so good for them. But when, when yeah, yeah when you see a bit like like Frank up front doing like a, mm. trying to execute a weird sort of scissor volley and just fluffing it massively, mm. just yeah. like, what is going on here? Bayern, Bayern had so many chances. They had <laughs> so. But, I mean, Gomez has been great this season. Um, I think he's got 26, something like mm. that, in the league. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that's where the goals are shared around. You know, I mean, Robin and, and Ribery chip in with a lot of goals as well. So mm. he's, he's done well to get 26 of those two uh, in the league alone. A couple of times, and, and he did this at the right at the end of the, the, the second leg against Real Madrid, where he had the goal at his mercy. Just take a good touch and, and you've won the game. And he, and he missed control. And I think it was two or three times in the final. Well, the one that he did score against Real Madrid hit his standing foot and went in. Yeah, but mm. the, the two or three in the final, there was a couple in the first half where just a better touch and you're yeah. away. Mm. I don't think he was the only one guilty, but I think Muller snatched an awful lot of chances as yeah. well. It seemed to be, the, it almost worked against them, the, the, the fact that they're at home mm-hmm. amongst familiar surroundings. I mean, there was talk going into the game that Philippe Lum was even getting the, the room he always gets in the hotel before each home game mm. at Bayern Munich. You know, it's so familiar to them. Yeah. And what happened was... So much more pressure on them exactly. in those and, circumstances. And not only that, Jim, with every chance they missed, they've snatched that. It just, the pressure just intensified. And when, and when Muller scored that header, and I thought 
thought he was excellent, Muller. Yeah. yeah. Um, when he scored that header, you thought that's that now, and they thought that's that. Well, now. do you know what? Shades of '99, because <laughs> I think it was was it Mateus who came off in '99 and mm. kind of punched his fist to the crowd. Mm. And when Muller came off, now I thought, oh, that's it, the game's over, because Chelsea hadn't even had a corner. No, mm. no absolutely nothing. And and Muller came off and he looked and he kind of again gave it the fist pump oh. to the crowd as if to say, job done. And I remember thinking, I've seen this before. Mate. <laughs> yeah, to be fair though, he's seen it before. England uh, won Germany four. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 it's different. It's not Germany. No, yeah, final, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. But um, uh, he, he came, and then Chelsea with their only corner of the game. I mean, it was, you know, up to eighty-two minutes. It was, it was all buying pressure. A couple of Chelsea breakaways. Um, but what do you, what do you think? It was, well, I was just going to say before you moved on to that that, that um, one thing I thought was interesting was that Bayern Munich didn't attack. As much as I thought they would do, yeah. because you know Barcelona really attacked, oh, and it is. almost left gaps. Well, it obviously left gaps at the end for Chelsea to, mm. to counter. Bayern, it was almost like Bayern didn't attack enough for Chelsea to counter. Yeah. They got the balance absolutely right, yeah. and there was no space for Chelsea to run into. Well, I thought, but the Bayern were very aware that Chelsea would break quickly, and as you say, they just because Bayern perhaps, were, if they have a weakness, it would be the, def- the defense, mm. and they were just a little bit wary of that, weren't they? Um, uh, but, but they played the ball around like Barcelona in the final third apart yeah. from the six yard box at the yeah. final touch they were so composed yeah. go, going into the box and then it just felt a bit when somebody had to actually apply an yeah. ice cool finish the only I slight think. difference between them and Barca is the fact that they're a lot wider aren't they I think Barca missed more chances well, I think I think Barca sorry created more chances where it was just a touch or a final pass that let Bayern down. But what about that one with Olic just cut it back across the goal? Well, it was in extra time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why are the strikers not gambling on that? Mm. Yeah. yeah, it was late on one well, Ro- Robin's penalty. Just again, clearly the pressure <laughs> yeah. completely, completely got to him. Czech's done his homework, got it com- completely right. I mean, for P- Peter Czech to have such a cool head in that situation was so, so commendable. His head's That's hot, if anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Robin, he's got to be even cooler. Didn't, didn't Robin take one in the cup final and score it? And he also took one. I think he did, yeah. He also yeah. took one against Real Madrid, didn't he, and scored it? Mm. Yes. So, I mean, he was obviously the, the person to, to take it. And I like. I think that Timoshek and Boateng did well against Drogba. Yeah. I mean, I know that Chelsea didn't really offer much and Drogba did look isolated, but they did, yeah, well, they they did pretty well. well. Yeah. Timoshek, I think Timoshek, that was his only, only his third or fourth start set about this season against Drogba, who, was, you know, who loves a final, didn't he, for Chelsea? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wasn't he got nine goals in nine yeah, game, finals for Chelsea? Incredible, absolutely yeah. monster. Did you, did you see Drogba just staring at Kalou's hair at the start of the match, going, what has he done? <laughs> well, he didn't know about it. There's a really lingering sort of what shot of he, him just what going, did he do? what is that? Do you see, after the game, the um, Munich subway system basically just collapsed and just c- completely stopped working so none of the fans could get home. That's like, un-German-like, really, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. They, they broke the whole city. Just <laughs> oh, a confusing result. And then a Chelsea fan climbed a statue, got stuck up there and had to get some firemen to help him down. Oh. <laughs> Just <laughs> so undignified. Did you, you turn in the whole city into calamity? <laughs> did you think um, that Ashley Cole was at fault for the goal? Because I thought he had an excellent game. I did actually. Mm. I, I did. I, if you're going to pick faults, I think that he didn't. He he looked like he didn't even realise that Muller came in. He he, he yeah, looked. At, he, he kind of his his body shape and the way he let the the the, the other attacking Bayern player, I forget, sort of bounce off him was well, that's going out of play. Yeah. And something was like, what? Did oh. you not think he was in a weird position because he was half an eye with, on David Luiz? Cause yeah, David, maybe because I always get, I think David Luiz is a good player, and I think he 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 was commendable in in the final. Him and Cahill, well, maybe. especially given that they both been injured. And Cahill was excellent, so. yeah. I, th- I think that um, David Luiz had been injured for a while, mm. and he said he felt uh, popping his hamstring again after about twenty five minutes. But he said, there's no way he's going to turn anyone because he wanted to stay on. Yeah, mm. and but I think that there was a little bit of half an eye on that. Okay, but it, either way, he mistimed his jump, so he you know he didn't get anywhere near the ball. Yeah. So presumably. Yeah. 
Mm. But they were mental, didn't they, Bayern, when they scored? But uh, what about Ryan Bertrand? Became the first player to make his Champions League debut in the final. Yeah, yeah I, thought I thought he equipped himself well. Yeah. I, th I think the reason they played, um, I think as Michael Cox pointed out, the reason they played him on the left is because Muller always drifts to the right. Yeah. And the Muller was. Mm. Really and you've got good. Robin out there as well. Absolutely. And, 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 and um, Bertrand. Um, Acquitted himself well. He did. It was. It's almost like he was quite unnoticed, but at the same time, that probably shows he did quite a good job because because Chelsea knew they'd be on the back foot. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's well, there to be. Noticed. I, th I think when you're playing that, that sort of sense. game, it's it's fairly simple instruction, isn't it? And they executed the plan very very well, very mm. straightforwardly, I suppose. Um, I mean, it seems crazy to say that, given that you know. Bayern did fluff so many chances, but it always felt it felt for a long, long time like it was going to be a Chelsea win. They ground it out, you know, in the same way it felt like they beat Barcelona at, at Stamford Bridge. Or yeah, it certainly I, did to me at least. I think it was. I think it was more of a likely win than say Barcelona, if you know what I mean. Because I think Barcelona was so one-sided, and Barcelona, you know, but I mean, in terms of the setup, yeah, you know, though, it, it was exactly the same tactics. It was let's mm. let's give them, you know. So much respect will basically sacrifice our own sort of ambitions <laughs> and try and nick it, and it's exactly what they did do. Hmm. Lampard's admitted they played for a nil-nil, but I mean, it was fun. I, it was interesting. Red to Star Belgrade, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Raquel May was asked about it before the final, and he said he didn't like. He said, "There's no way that playing the way Chelsea play will win you trophies because you're automatically relying on luck. Yeah. Um, because obviously, as you said, Jim, you're mm. not you're not putting any of your own ambitions forward. You're not, and and and, and in a way, it's one of those things that we've talked about this before on the show." If you set yourself up in that way, if you concede, you're in real trouble yep. because you've got no way of it's very difficult to change it around. And of which of course they did. And it was surprising they yeah. managed to get a goal. Yeah. Because For their first corner of the Drogba game. was defending most of the time. Yeah. yeah. He was in the six he was in the six yard, eighteen yard box. I, th I think it's just it was it was an incredible tournament for Chelsea. You know, and people saying this anti football kind of stuff. Well it wasn't anti football when they when they came back against Napoli. No. And then they, they beat Benfica, Benfica twice. Yeah. Mm. Um you then against Barcelona, you can't blame a team for no. playing defensive and going through and getting lucky. I mean, to be Barcelona. fair, Peter Cech letting in the goal that he let in, it wasn't a, a, a sterling piece of goalkeeping from no, him. It could have no. quite easily just been caught. Mm. And, and, you know, yeah, the header sort of confused him, didn't it? Yeah. it was, yeah. That's why you always header it down. Andy yeah. Carroll, take note. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but I th I th yeah, I think that you know they've beaten Barcelona, they've gone through to the final, they are playing a better side in their own stadium. They, th they think to themselves, well, we've defended and we'll try and hit them on the break. Uh, no, you, you played know, to your strength. I, think, yeah, I don't think Chelsea are a particularly defensive side. You know, I think this sort of anti-football thing is, is, is a little bit unfair. I can understand the um, disappointments from other teams. but It shows the awareness of Di Matteo, of yeah. the strengths that his squad has. And uh, as you say, against Napoli, they could afford to go for it a bit more and it paid off for them. Well, they had here, to, he, he made the judgment that, as you say, Bayern are a better team. They're going to, if they open the game up too much, they'll get punished. Mm. And yeah, you know, as I say, he, he played to his strengths and he just pulled it off perfectly. It's tournament football. Yeah, I have to say they I did that every week in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah so you, 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 it's a one-off game. You know, in, in the final, you play to your strength. They've won. Yeah, and they've won, mm. and they've taken the trophy home. Yeah, I have to say, I, I fancied Neuer in the shootout, but oh, check out, out did him. Well, that's it. I, it that, and again, it goes to penalties, and of course, the Germans and whatnot. Three-one up. Yeah. Mm. Well, that, well, that's misleading because they took first. But yeah, but still, well, okay, that's yeah, a point. Yeah, you true. Know. Yeah, statistically, they've got to be scored. Right. And, and, and Neuer took one as well. Yeah, oh, I love that. <laughs> that. What a moment <laughs> that was. Will Joe Hart do that for England if we go to penalties? If we're in and knock out? But I England. hope so. <laughs> did Neuer? Did Neuer not? not uh, yeah, that means we get out of the group yeah, stage. I'll right. take that. <laughs> uh, did, did Neuer not? Did Neuer get asked to take one because Robin didn't want to take one? 
Oh, it seemed to me there was a bit of confusion. They were Ribery, trying to point to him saying, you're taking one. Ribery mm. was, of course, off the pitch. Yeah, well, he got injured in that tackle from Drogba that gave mm. away the penalty, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he, did, he did a hilarious miss kick about five Yeah, minutes he did, in. didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the touchline. Complete Whoa. air shot, yeah. <laughs> did you see uh, Sergio Ramos had a pop at Manuel Neuer um, on Twitter? He did. Because the German goalkeeper uh, had r- remarked after the semi-final against Madrid something like, I didn't realise Ramos enjoyed blasting his spot kicks over the bar. Hmm. Which is silly because you're only yeah. setting yourself up. Yeah. Um, and then Ramos. Work? I don't understand what the joke is. Well, yeah, well, he's I German, did, Pete. Oh, I didn't realise that German. something had happened. Yeah, but I just, happens. It's just it's so piss poor. And um, so uh, Ramos couldn't believe his luck straight on Twitter. I didn't realise Neuer enjoys losing finals. Better luck next year. Always stay humble. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Speaking of Sergio, I saw um, I saw David Luiz give an interview to Italian TV, mm. um, and one of the analysts was um, Arrigo Sacchi. Ah. And uh, obviously, I couldn't tell, I couldn't understand what was happening because it was all in Italian. But I could hear um, David Luiz, who, who basically it was about five minutes after the final whistle, and David Luiz looked pissed, <laughs> and he was just going, "Yeah, Sacchi Carecca, Sacchi Carecca," which basically means Sacchi bald. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! And it was on live TV. So Saki was just like laughing it off, and after a while, I was thinking, "God, this has actually got quite disrespectful." <laughs> yeah. He's one of the greatest managers of all time. Did you see um, um, John Obi Mikel completely murk Jeff Shreve? Yeah. He's very much at the other end of that spectrum. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. He just stole the microphone off him and started interviewing um, Kalu and wow. got him to turn around and say, "This is the reason we won. This is the reason we won." Pointing at the spider he had shaven yeah. into the back of his head, and Shreve kept going, "Can I have a go?" He went, "No." <laughs> Brilliant. That should, that should happen more. Yeah. <laughs> Regarding Drogba, that's worth a two-year um, He's off. Sure. He's doing one. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Or going. But yeah. you'd think that... He stayed on that team bus parade, <laughs> and it's just gone. I, driven I, off into the sunset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read with, it. with the bus and trophy. <laughs> <laughs> the news report said that um, he, he let the fellow players know on the bus. Yeah. On the bus tour. Really? I am a yeah. fucking disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm making everyone miserable. God. To be fair, I wonder after what that, John Terry tried to do to upstage that. Yeah. I don't know, but it was the best moment of his career. <laughs> um, it is nice, actually, if you think about it for Drogba, who's been such a great player. Mm. You think about that moment, actually, Pete. He's finally won the trophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, he, and he's had such a history in the Champions League. Champions League. We're getting sent off so mm, many times. Yeah. To be fair to Chelsea as well, you look at players like him, players like Frank Lampard. Just delighted for them, really. Yeah. Oh, absolutely delighted. Oh, Lampard, those two players in particular really deserve it. Because Chelsea, whatever you think about them, they've they've always made the Champions League interesting. Mm. You know, they've, they've, they've so many semi-finals. Yeah, they've done so well in it. They've had so many dramatic games, and they've they've tested Barcelona like no one else. Oh, has. Th- them and Barcelona have been a, a brilliant duel over the. And, and this was actually the first one which was really a quite unbalanced, and yet they still managed yeah. to. Play I'm, I'm absolutely delighted with Frank Lampard. I think he's a model pro, and he, he and he took his penalty brilliantly. And I think Neuer. Yeah, sorry to cut in, but, no, no, but, um, but but Neuer, I think he stayed. Still with with Lampard's penalties, I think he knew he's going to smash it. But what can you do? He roofed it. Absolutely yeah. roofed it. There's no stopping it. <laughs> no stopping that. So what, just remember that, Frank. If we get out of the group and if we're in yeah. The yeah. <laughs> see, we weren't. Um, we, we didn't watch the game together, did we? But where I was, we were all going. He's going to miss this when Schweinsteiger was stepping up. He looked so yeah. nervous. Was that the general consensus where you guys? Yeah, were? Because, because he, you know sometimes you just know, yeah. especially if you're watching the game with no sort I called of TV Louise, investment. I called Louise's top caller, and I was quite pleased. With that. <laughs> he, he, he didn't even watch Robbins. Yeah, no, he never did he. No. 
It was Louis the one where he took the biggest run up I think I've ever side, seen. Side foot hit corner. <laughs> I'd have Louis taking the penalty all day. He's yeah. technically very good. Yeah, so that's right. That's I'd have him up front. We've discussed this before. Yeah, my, my rationale yeah. for penalty takers and shootouts is always that the pressure really gets to you and makes you do like sort of difficult things. So you always go for the technically most proficient players that's right. because mm. the technique will always pull, come through. And Louise is absolutely that. Mm. That's why you'd have obviously have Louise over Cahill taking one all day. Yeah. You know? But why does Schweinsteiger get, make that decision? To well, he's captain. Uh, to stop? No, I mean to stop. And then tip. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Trying to be a bit clever. Oh, it, was, it was like that was the exact moment that the, the jitters kicked in. Yeah. And from then on, he was just spent. It's like his <laughs> fan belt broke or something. <laughs> what about uh, John Terry and getting into his gear? Well, I was yeah. about to say. I, I know mean, that other players have done this in the past, but I still don't agree with it. To be fair to Terry, um, <laughs> do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he turned up. No, I, I think that you know he he loves that club. You know, and that club love him and and. It, it, they know he, what he looks like. He <laughs> they know like, what yeah. he looks like, even in a suit. Yeah, but okay. they'll see him in a suit when he's up in court. Okay, yeah. no, I understand that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's> <laughs> but I mean, you know, saying it was the best moment of his career, blah blah blah. I, you know, fair enough. He's going to massively get involved, you know, because a lot of players, like we said, with Keenan Scholes in '99, yeah. they didn't want to get in. And, and but actually, you can still get involved without dressing yourself up no. like a kid on Christmas Day. Yeah. <laughs> shin pads and everything. Yeah, shin, shin pads and everything. In case of what. Yeah, I know, exactly, yeah. Crazy fans uh, all, him on in. All I can remember is, in the 99 final... Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't take a penalty. Because <laughs> he really rub it <laughs> yeah. when, when Keane and Skulls were in their suits, and everyone was trying to cajole them into the celebration, they weren't having it. Yeah, but, uh, but I think, you know, Roy Keane, to me, is probably more about himself than the club. <laughs> and he said, you know, I never played, so it doesn't mean anything. Now, yeah, well, Keane and Skulls, I, I would think with those two, they, they won't want to look back on those photos and remember that they weren't involved. Whereas Terry... You know, he just wants to just lord it up. He doesn't care about that. He's just delighted that they've won. Oh, okay. Flash forward a few years, and Mike Alone's you know stripped down to his to his kit to celebrate for Manchester United on the last day of the season. Was he, not on, the, he, he was on the bench though? To be fair, uh, what keep his tracksuit on at least until you know you've got the bloody Premier League oh, wrapped no, up. Let, 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 let me make this clear. I've got absolutely no problem with John Terry celebrating the Champions League. Win. I've got problems I, with Mike Alone. I just He's don't, like three games. I just don't think he should be in his kit. I think if you want to do it in your suit or whatever, fair enough. You contrib- he contributed to okay, getting no, there. Fair enough, I know, I agree. All I'm saying is, why have you got a kit and your shin pads in? The reason he's done that is, in my opinion, is the egotistical reason that when the photos come out in 10 years' of time, course, course. everyone's going to go, oh, there he is in his kit, <laughs> and think he played when he didn't, which I think is immensely disrespectful to Kayle and Louise, who did a good job. There you and go. bearing in mind what right, he did we, in, we, in the semi. We're all on side. Yeah, yeah. One, it was one... Um, what a rotter. He gave them an uphill battle in the, in the semis, so... Yeah. Let's not forget, in his kit. Yeah, Take everything back, John. Mm. Uh, unless you do. Actually, um, maybe the well referee should have given him a retrospective red card for hubris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there was a, one of the ITV interviewers said to Didier Drogba after the game, "Was it fate?" Which I think is quite a sort of um, not really the time for that sort of question. Was but it, it, it did what, make fake? me. Was it fate? Yeah. It did make me I think. think it's fake, like the moon landing or something. <laughs> 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 Has this actually happened? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it made me think that perhaps you know they did do it clearly against the odds. Bayern looked like they they had it sewn up on three different occasions. Is this the luck of Spurs? Yeah. <laughs> is that what is that what powered them to it? <laughs> I've, had, I've had Spurs fans say to me uh, this week, "Well, it's just a, uh, it's a stupid rule." 
It's like, well, you can't have 33 teams in the no, Champions you League. Can't. You finish yeah. fourth. I think winning the Champions League shows that you're more worthy of being in the Champions League <laughs> yeah. than you, finishing fourth in the league. You've got to have the holders in there. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You've got to have the holders in there. But do Arsenal I mean, then have to play a preliminary round? I don't believe so. No, um, I think um, Chelsea go into the fourth playoff round. So they go into the, 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 the round you would go in if you oh, came Chelsea fourth. Chelsea do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so they do. That's yeah. what Liverpool had to do. Yeah, you're yeah, absolutely yeah. right. Spurs are in the Europa League proper, so. And they love that, don't they? Yeah. They really enjoyed that this season, didn't they? <laughs> got, got knocked Shall out of a group that contains Shamrock Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, that's um, a, a nice little uh, segue. Let's go to the, the Premier League. There's a little bit of news that we've got to um, uh, wrap up. We're talking about Chelsea there. Fabio Capello's ruled himself out of the Chelsea job, which I'm surprised. I thought he might fancy that, actually. Mm. Well, we don't know yet whether Di Matteo is going to be sort of given a serious crack at yeah. it do we but I do wonder you know Abramovich was all the reason he hired Andres, Andre Villas-Boas in the first place is because yes. he wanted this free-flowing attacking football and Di Matteo is perhaps demonstrating that you won't necessarily always get that so I think that's probably going to make Abramovich think twice in like the cold sober light of day mm. you know aside from all this so I think again I don't know if Capello would fit the mould of what he wants well, but I, th- I think it depends on the opponent I mean I've seen Chelsea play some pretty decent football on the Dima mm. in the league this season it's just pragmatism you know, Br- mm. Abramovich needs to realise no but I think he wants it every, t- every what, game what against Bayern in the final no but he, I, he, I think that's what he wants you know? I, he's, no, I, he's, think he, I think Jim's wrong they've got yeah. the money to do it you know well Capello's not going to play that sort of football exactly that's yeah. what I mean so yeah. that's well, I, I don't really ever think that was a goer I think I'd give Di Matteo a year. I'd give him a year. Yeah. Mm. He's out. He's out his stripes. Give him a Smacks year. Smacks of Hutton to me. <laughs> now give him a rolling yeah. week by week. Contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep Harry Yeah, yeah. all the players as well. <laughs> <laughs> Elsewhere in England, Liverpool and Kenny Dalglish have parted ways. Yes, they have. Has, it's not surprising, is it? No, not really. I mean, obviously they did very well winning the cup and getting to another final, but um, and there were a lot of Liverpool fans really angry about it. They wanted to see Douglas given more time, but they were something like thirty-seven points off the top. And I just think, you know, clearly the initial plan was for him to rebuild a bit, but it's just gone so spectacularly wrong. And I, I think they could have done all right next season. I think I think I probably would have given him. I mean, people talk an awful lot about how people are quick to fire managers and stuff like mm. that. It's the same with Doug Leach. Why, it doesn't, you know, why does he deserve less time than anyone else? Mm. He's been given the job on merit, from, from what I can see. Mm. He's been the jo- in the job, what, 18 months or something? Give him but another year for his science. There's a huge amount of upheaval at that club. Yeah. PR-wise, now it's it been like a bit of a stinker, though. Oh, it has, yeah. yeah, yeah it has, you're, you're, having, you're having um, sponsors stepping in and forcing the hand of a stubborn mm. manager, effectively. Yeah, you Douglas. can learn lessons of that. You can learn yeah. lessons And of I that. think Doug Leach did learn, le- learn lessons from that because he came out and said he would have handled it completely different were it to happen again. And I think what more can he do there? Yeah, he's made mistakes, but everyone makes mistakes. Mm. I, I think he deserves a bit more time. But... Uh, again, as we always say with these sort of um, hiring and firing of managers business, it's only fifty percent of the story. The other fifty mm. percent is who they get in. Mm. And given that, you know, when was the last time a Swansea manager turned down a Liverpool job? Yeah, mm. yeah, well, it's, it's not just, it's not just him Frank de Boer as well as Frank turned it down. It's a it tough down. job. Can you think of a harder job in football? Really? No, I mean, and also I, I actually think some of the fans have made it difficult for managers to accept. They're almost driven managers out of the club. Martinez is, is currently favourite, isn't he, to take over? Mm. I think he'd do a good job if he was given enough time. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because he'd have to set the team up and, and get them playing the football he likes to play, sign the personnel he likes to sign. I'll would, tell you something, they, Joe Cole would like Martinez back. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we'd like Martinez at the club. He'd yeah. go back there, he'd love it. Mm. Would, they, would they not... Um, no, that's a good point, actually. But like, would they give him the amount of money they gave to... Uh, 
their messiah figure sort of I'm not I'm not sure how much money they've got I don't know yeah. well I think part of the reasoning behind getting Martinez would be that he is quite a sort of shrewd manager isn't he probably would um, know, how to, know how to find some bargains you know because Wigan have been so good for that and obviously yeah. he's been a part of that and also when he was at Swansea as well but you know they stayed up they barely stayed up this season and last and the progression clearly it has been steady but minimal because they found themselves in the same situation again so it, it, I don't think Martinez would deliver overnight it's such a different system that you'd have to implement Steve Keane, he's no longer Blackburn manager. <laughs> no, he is. Apparently he still is. Oh, he still is? Yeah. yeah. No one knows what's going uh, on. It's absolute chaus. You know... I thought they'd shuffled the, the pack. The rumors, the chicken, no. The rumours <laughs> yeah. going round are that what's kept Steve Keane in the job, because uh, he's also had one of his mates promoted to the board, who yes. seemingly is going to act like for a conduit between the board and the public. So he's going to be almost like a PR Because a lot of people at Blackburn, have, or you know, fans of the club, are mm. furious that they never seem to hear from Venkies. They never explain what they're doing. <laughs> and the rumours are that Steve Keane um, said he could keep hold of Junior Hoylet if he stays in the job, and that is apparently what saved him the job. This is just what I've. Uh, what I've read allegedly and, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely and, um, but that is I mean that, he can't promise that surely can Keane's he Keane's promised a lot worse on well, video yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh we'll win the Carling Cup why the Carling Cup yeah. I'm starting to think he's told Venkies that he's got the Colonel's secret blend of herbs and spices yeah, in his yeah. back pocket it's just, I mean joking aside it's starting to get a bit dark now isn't yeah, it Steve Keane at Blackburn it it's, is, it, there's it? not, it's not far off a falling down moment mm. no it's, yeah, I mean, we, we sort it's of, a bit like Colonel Kurtz in the pocket now isn't it <laughs> They're going to have a big moat around Ewood at some point. <laughs> no one's allowed in. They're all going to be dri- got war paint on. Mm. <laughs> well, um, Jerome Anderson, who's Steve Keane's agent, isn't he? Also apparently has a lot of influence at the club. So sh- oh, the FA have got to have a look at this, haven't they? It's such a mess. You bought the Premier League as well. The, yeah. the, 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 well the, what's been alleged is that Keane was given the job because he's one of Jerome's, Jerome Anderson's clients and mm. Venk has effectively signed the club over to Jerome Anderson to, 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 to run it. And I, I believe Steve Keane signed Miles Anderson, Jerome Anderson's yeah. son, and massively talked him up as this amazing player. And he's just not played. Well, no, he's probably yeah. not that good. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I think yeah, there's obviously ulterior motives there. Mm. It's a very strange situation. I, I, I feel sorry for Blackburn fans, as we God, said yeah. a couple of weeks massively. ago. They don't deserve this at all because no. they have become. You know, we, we've joked about them a lot because you know it. <laughs> Some of the things are just unavoidably funny. Sorry, Blackburn fans. But, you know, being serious, they don't deserve to just have the piss taken out of them. Well, like and that. Which and this is. Yeah. Can you imagine how angry Colin Hendry is right now? Yeah. <laughs> His oh. face will be turquoise. Yeah. Mm. What about Norwich fans? Do they deserve Grant Holt handing in a transfer request? No, oh, disappointing. Yeah. Is that a desperate attempt Thir- to finally get on that plane? <laughs> 31, though, you know, he's that sort of... It's a, it's a bullard move, isn't it? It's like yeah, one, one so. last move. Yeah, but uh, I, I he's think... had a good, good um, season in the Premier League. Might just be. I mean, I've heard that he's meeting the chief executive uh, this week, so it might just be. Delia. Little, I don't know if it is her. But I think. I think mm-hmm. she's a different woman. Maybe, but maybe, it, maybe it um, bargaining. Yeah, just to get a better contract. And he, he doesn't always start matches, so you know maybe he wants a guarantee that uh, if he's fit he'll play. Mm. I can't see anyone signing. He doesn't look money. fit. <laughs> uh, a couple of old favourites: Michael Owen released by Manchester United. Lols. Oh yeah. Also, Kieran Dyer, one-year extension at QPR. That's right. That's <laughs> What's right. That about? Yeah. Thirty-one league games in five seasons he's played. He only completed a one game or something like seven that. Seven minutes. He was that, subbed off after seven minutes. That must be a contract. Has he not only clause. completed one game since like 2007 or something stupid like that? Oh, it might be true. I'm but hoping this is pay as you play for QPR's sake. But I mean, if it, it must be contractual. Must be, oh, if I play more than six, six minutes, minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I get a new contract for another year. Oh yeah, yeah. What? Oh. Uh, he's what? 33 as well. He's not a spring chicken. This is it. Yeah, if he was a spring chicken, Blackman would have signed him. Yeah. Well, he's taking five Boom. years off. I mean, he might be. He might be amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, his old club, West Ham, are up. 
Yes. yes. Sam Allardyce has done it. West Ham fans will be mightily relieved. They beat Blackpool 2-1 in the final of the playoffs, or the playoff final, as they call it. Um, I'm happy for um, Kevin Nolan. Give that man some flies because he is a club promoter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, nice. It's a shame for Blackpool. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, they had a couple of chances. I mean, it was a real pulsating game. They rallied a bit. It always is in the playoff final. Mm. They rallied a bit after half time, but, I mean, you've got to say that on balance, West Ham was a better team. Yeah. yeah. And they were throughout the season as well. They finished a lot. Uh, didn't they beat, I think they beat Blackpool 4 0 and 4 1 as well, yeah. Mm. They did it the West Ham way as well, which is to massively put their fans through the ringer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom Ince looks a good player. Tom Ince nearly does. did the funniest thing ever as well That's just, could you imagine if Paul Ince's son had been the, the catalyst for them not getting up oh my it, goodness it I didn't think of that yeah they, uh, why, would it, why were there so many empty seats at the playoff final did you see Shame, that uh, Blackpool it? sent loads back and West Ham weren't allowed to take them I hate it Holloway lost that. some <laughs> yeah I really hate it when they, when they do that if, if Faz Tate had spent all the season taking off his shirt before the match I think they'd have won more matches because he petrifies me when he takes oh, it off yeah. he is <laughs> Pop. Yeah, he scored loads of goals this season as well. I think he's got yeah, 20 he's goals. Awesome he's been as well. As well. Mm. I mean, he looked a really sort of decent prospect as a young player at Bolton. It's really shrewd of Allardyce to have gone back there mm. and he's really getting the best Yeah, out didn't Allardyce get him when he was about 16 or yeah, something? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, West Ham, you just think, you know, kind of like Newcastle, maybe not with with such um, security but just Dr. Walter in the Premier League you would have thought maybe well I think I think they've definitely um, I don't know if it will be that simple no they've got got support they've got that's what I'm saying sorry they they will fit they they won't think oh blimey we're in the Premier League you know they'll think oh yeah yeah, they're they're at the level that they're comfortable at I suppose I thought it was funny to see the post-match interview on the pitch with Vaz Tay and James Tompkins and Vaste was so much more articulate than James Tompkins <laughs> even, though, even though it's his second language James Tompkins look, looks, looks a bit like Russell Brand something about his mouth he's nowhere near as articulate as Russell Brand <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they both love West Ham They're the conference um, premier playoff final Luton Town lost to York City I mean oh my goodness York City done a, yeah, a legendary <laughs> double yeah, yeah. <laughs> the FA Trophy do you know what I mean and promotion to the football they're league they're the Chelsea of York yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have 10,000 men <laughs> <laughs> Um, are, are you not happy for York? I'm, I'm massively happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They've been out for such a long time. I'm massively happy for York. Gary Mills, Leicester legend. But York, York City Screw never, you, Marcus. But no, but York City never took 30 or 1,000 people there. Yeah. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. For yeah, but York's a lot further away, isn't it? it? Is a lot Unfortunately, the promotion isn't based on how many fans you take. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I'm just saying, a club like Luton Town shouldn't be down there. You no, know. they've been mismanaged. It's, it's a shame for them. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm going for. Of course, I'm happy for York City. I bloody love them. Ooh. It's good to have another team back in the football league that start with the f- and end with the same letter. Lovely <laughs> to, jo- to join Aston Villa oh, yeah. and the other York, York City are magicy and Northampton Town. Oh, good, lovely stuff. Uh, Go on to what you want to talk about. Right, uh, are we leaving the UK or are we staying? You're the anchor power. It's up well, to you. Uh, should we go over Hadrian's Wall? <laughs> <laughs> Shall we ever? Because the one that in my household p- cast a shadow over <laughs> events in Munich was <laughs> the magnificent Gorky Boys, Jim. <laughs> You're going to say Gorky Boys. Let's all do the BT. <laughs> Let's all do the BT. <laughs> I'll tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't 2 3 4 1, it was 5 1. Embarrassing. <laughs> They've missed six out of ten penalties this season. I swear they only put uh, Hibs to the sword because uh, they didn't want it to go to uh, penalties because they yeah. were scared of missing the mark. Of oh, it was a great game. They could have had thousands. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was bedlam at Hamden Park. Did you see it before the kickoff? Yeah. That place has never had it so good, I tell you. Well, the atmosphere was unbelievable. Yeah, it was. It was. But the did, last time they met the couple, it was 1896, let's not forget. I did watch the match. Um, that Sousa Santana guy. Oh, yeah. They, they thought, oh, he's Spanish, he's probably quite good. Let's On mark him. Let's, let's man mark him, but use five men. Yeah. <laughs> that yes, seemed right, to be yeah. the key. Oh. Was, it, was it not a shame they couldn't have it at Murrayfield? No, you never have it at Murrayfield. Yeah, but it's both Edinburgh. Yeah, no, but they're about to they've got to plough over to Glasgow haven't they Glasgow. Glasgow. Glasgow's much closer to Edinburgh than yeah. flipping Manchester is to yeah. London or that's true. like an hour on the train <laughs> that's true yeah and yeah, that yeah. train back would have been really unenjoyable for <laughs> some of those people <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what Edinburgh I've, I've, uh, it's two very good friends of mine they both live together and uh, one's hearts and one's hibs and they both said to me you know, like my Hibs mate said, if Hearts win, I'll, I'll spend a week at home with the parents. So I'm not going anywhere near him. I phoned my, my Hearts friend on, on, the, on the. Oh, mate, it's crazy. I phoned my, my Hearts friend on the Sunday night. It was about 10 o'clock, still in the pub, barely got a wing of sleep. Nice. And his groky voice was like, Marcus, it's absolute. It's a. Scatchel is an effing goal machine I could hear in the background. He's always good for a goal, Scatchel, when it counts. Even if it's deflected. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't feel a bit sorry for the. Oh hips. God, yeah. The penalty was harsh as well. I thought. It Purely did touch him, but it, yeah, it was outside, outside the box. It did look outside, and that was at two-one, of course. Yeah, that was the killer. Was, that was mm, probably yeah. the, the sort of final nail in the coffin, really. And after that, they rolled over. And, and the, the manager Fenlon was even sent to the stands. That was. The, that That's was a Scottish <laughs> custom, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If your team's losing, you're a manager of Scotland. Get yourself sent to the stands. <laughs> get off it. Well, I had no. Control. I'll not have that. <laughs> and, and as they lifted the cup, you could hear the prominent sounds of Flow Rider. Could you? Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's traditional. <laughs> Why oh, were the stadium because, announcers playing Because the music? that's what they played 106 oh, years ago when they last met. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. I get a good feeling. <laughs> Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Crying out loud. Um, uh, last time Hibs won the cup was 1902. Sorry, Hibs. But yeah. um, not this time. I mean, Alex Salmond, uh, the Scottish First Minister, summed it up by saying. Um, and he's a Hearts fan, isn't he? And they, and they said, the radio said, oh, yeah, you're looking forward to this You game. don't get this in England. <laughs> he, actually said, he actually said, we've not played our biggest... No, no, he said, no one on earth is alive from the last time yeah. we played our rivals in the cup final. Of yeah. course I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm taking Monday off. Yeah. Oh, it was incredible, though. I also love the way that in England you get, like... Um, so when Gordon Brown, who's obviously Scottish, Scottish but was Prime Minister of Britain, when England had to play Scotland or whatever, or whatever it was, <laughs> he, he sort of said, you know, I'd like to see England do well, but I'm really diplomatic. Salmon, not having no a... Chance. I'm hearts! Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> You see all the uh, European uh, heads of state, and, and indeed Barack Obama, playing, uh, uh, watching the Chelsea match. Watching yeah. the hearts. Oh, well, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, they were watching the Scottish Cup final. At the G8. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're loving that. Yeah. Five goals, yeah. have some of that, boys. Yeah. Obama grew up a Hearts fan. He did. I tell you what's nice as well is that Hearts might get revenge. Another crack at Spurs, maybe, in the Europa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're coming for you, Spurs. The Gorgie boys are coming for you. Exactly. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, uh, right, let's let's move uh, to France. Are you sure you're done? Uh, well, we might come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's go to League uh, where uh, Montpellier have bloody won the league. That is yeah. staggering, isn't They've it? Won. The uh, riches of PSG couldn't couldn't stop him. Beautiful. He died his hair, didn't he? Oh, <laughs> Did you see the big man? 
Big Louis Nicolau with a Montpellier orange and blue mohawk. The man's 60 odd years old. Is he, is he the chairman or the, or the owner? He's the owner, been owner for ages. He's yeah. everything. He looked yeah. like Mr. Paparazzi. You know, that yeah. fat yeah, guy that's our big brother. Awful. He's had some <laughs> quotes this year. I think he Homophobic. Made... He's the kind of guy who will say something really homophobic. Oh, I'm very sorry. Well, that's what I think anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very sorry that you're offended that I'm a rampant homophobe. <laughs> yeah. Look at my hair. Some, you bender. He's, yeah. had, he's had some shockers again. He made his money from a uh, refuse collection, I think. That's right. how he made his fortune, yeah. yeah. It, they call him, I think they call him the bin man. And now how has he made his money? Through John Utaka. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. goals, isn't he? So, yeah. Montpellier, you're welcome. Because I'm pretty sure <laughs> Portsmouth paying his wages <laughs> somewhere. I'm sure Portsmouth Academy. Yeah. yeah. Set him up here. That's incredible, isn't it? Utah's won the French League. Scored two. And scored two priceless goals. They were 2 1 down away to um, Auxerre. Yeah. And they needed were, to get well, something. They were throwing like tomatoes and tennis balls on the pitch as well because they were so angry about having been relegated. Yeah. Which is just ludicrous in a game that could decide the title. Just yeah. There were so many. I'm surprised any football so got many done flares, at all. it was very disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> there were big flares in the uh, Coppa Italia final as well. Mm. Big flares. Mm. flares everywhere apart from England, aren't big they? It's the same as nicknames. Big flares are back. <laughs> big flares are back. You're getting banners here a lot more. You yes, are, actually, aren't mm. you? Yeah. Slowly but surely. Uh, Eden Hazard keeps blowing kissy faces at Premier League clubs, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, all of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, three of them. So, yeah, so the, Villa. the latest rumour I've heard is that <laughs> United, yeah, United have offered. Um, well, Andrew McLeish is gone now, <laughs> yeah. so that's probably why. <laughs> Do you think that's what he said? Mm. Who'd you? Well, I, 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 McLeish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's basically said, "I'd is like Shultz to wait. Go? <laughs> I'd like to wait until McLeish chooses his next club, <laughs> if you don't mind, because I'd like to plan him." But he um, apparently, uh, this is not all rumours, but I've heard that City have offered him two hundred and thirty grand a week, and United have offered him one hundred and fifty grand a week or something. So mm. on that level, it's a bit of a no-brainer. Two hundred thirty. But there and, are, I mean, and now they've got the title this year. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's not like they. But you want to come to the champions, do you? In fairness, there are reasons to go <laughs> sign for United over City as well. You know, yeah. so I mean, location. What? He's definitely coming to England. That's the main thing. Yeah. Gary Cook's never worked there. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so he's definitely coming to England uh, if he decides. Uh, Italy, Napoli beat Juventus 2 0 in the Coppa Italia. So, no fairy tale ending for Del Piero. Or, or they say that. I mean, to be fair, going winning the league and finishing unbeaten, I think, yes. is pretty fair. To be honest, though, I think this is clearly this is one of the best sides Napoli have ever had. And for them to have that you know, almost commemorate, commemorated with a, a, winning a trophy is, is as romantic. Yeah, I, I think, think it's good for Napoli. And they deserve it so much. First time since 1990. Well, yeah, yeah. first major trophy, yeah. yeah. Um, I, they have been good this season, Napoli, you know. Juve were really poor. Mm. They, they, I mean, Del Piero didn't really get much of a sniff. Had a chance or two, but nothing really. Yeah. It's interesting how Juve, because Juve uh, lost against Milan in the second leg of the semi, didn't they? Which went to, which made it go to extra time. They were two one down, which oh, made, right, and they won yeah, after yeah. extra time, and then they've obviously lost the final as well. But I thought Cavani was excellent again. Hamzik's second was was a, was a delightful, oh, yeah, one, great take. And yeah, it was, I think Napoli will be decent in the Europa League next season. It was season. classic Napoli, the breakaway. Oh, yeah. You know, which, is what, which is what they've done. I love that um, so the, many the nets were done in the colours of the Italian flag. I like flag. that as well. Really nice touch. Yeah. Well done, the nets. Um, How do they do that? Anybody? Paint, Spread paint? paint them or something. Yeah. yeah. yeah Different colours. How would you, how would you paint a net? Oh, oh, I, I didn't oh, do it. Yeah. Just said. Get off his back. <laughs> um... Let's. Uh, well, something we never mentioned last week was the European Golden Shoe. Oh yeah, uh, which of course Messi won with fifty league goals. Ronaldo was second with forty-six. Van Persie finishing third with thirty. That is ridiculous. Isn't yeah. It? Oh, don't and she want Robin Van Persie forty-five Dude. million apparently. You're not going to get him. He won't go there. No. You say you as if Jimbo suddenly has switched allegiance in case. No, you wouldn't go there, would you? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Come <No>. on. <laughs> if the forty-six million went to you. 
<laughs> yeah, I still wouldn't go there. <laughs> that's footballers' money for footballers. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's the that's the sort of figure that makes a footballer go. Well, the game's gone mad. <laughs> <laughs> I did like this. Um, going back to the old shoe, um, Hunter was fourth with twenty nine, and Zlatan was fifth twenty eight. I just wanted to mention. Zlatan. Overrated. Fair enough. Um, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo recently spoke of the constant comparisons between himself and Messi, which have gone on for quite some time now. He said, "Sometimes it makes me tired." For him too, because they compare us together all the time. You cannot compare a Ferrari with a Porsche because there's a different engine. It's not about who's better. Some people say I'm better, other people say it's him. But at the end of the day, they're going to decide who's the best player at the moment, which I think is me. <laughs> Sounded quite humble. Little, little reveal of being a prick in the end. Yeah, yeah. What, what I love is the Messi fact, don't stop s- comparing us, but I'll, I'll get in on the act as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't like sports cars. I still remember Ronaldo wrapping one round a, br- uh, was it a bridge or something. He, he yeah, he, he, he's done quite a few of them mm. over, I think. Footballers are just immune to car crash. Crashes mostly. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he went for. Well, Ronaldo went for a phase of keeping on crashing really expensive cars on the way to the airport. Yeah, but just yeah. like walking away unscathed. <laughs> yeah, Anderson yeah, did it as well. True. Yeah, that is. Anderson true. did it as well, didn't he? Yeah, Anderson did that in Portugal. There's 70 go- 72 goals in all competitions. Messi. Yeah, I think with Argentina it's seventy seven as well. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think and Ovi and like Pedro were out and stuff, and I guess that kind of inflates it a yeah. little bit. But well, I mean, they've got the Spanish 72. Cup. <laughs> Spanish Cup next week, of course, against um, Bilbao. Bilbao. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right, so let's finish with European club football. Let's talk about the England squad. Mm. Never mm. got a chance last week, of course. Um, everybody's happy. Yeah. <laughs> Hodgson out. Yeah. <laughs> I think Redknapp will do a good job. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Who would Redknapp have taken? Yeah. yeah, we don't care. He'd still have taken Downing. You yeah. know he would. You know he would. Well, Downing seems to be the one that, that people have got um, most issue with. Mm. I think he's taken Downing. Because Hodgson, we know he likes his shapes and his, his zonal systems and all that kind of stuff. And I just think if he wants a left-footed player there, if indeed to provide a bit of balance, whatever, not that you necessarily need that. You can play slightly lopsided and whatnot. But um, I think you know he would look at someone like Daniel Sturridge or Adam Johnson or, or Downing. And like we said before, and, and, and why he's probably omitted the likes of Mika Richards as well, is... I don't think they follow instruction. Well, I say, I say that. That's what Mancini said about one or two of his players. Capello yeah. said that before. I think you know Downing more likely will put in a shift. Uh, you know, I'm a little bit sceptical. He hasn't had the best of seasons. The stats prove that. He's an out of form round peg in a round hole. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't think his record for England's been that bad. No, I don't think so. I think he. I think he, he would put in a shift. Whereas, but he won't do anything. He won't contribute something match-winning. I don't know how relevant as well your form for England is um, when they play. You know, well, look so at Peter Crouch for kind of load. Yeah, the amount of goals he scored for England when you know he's not always. Yeah, we're not exactly blessed fire. with goals, are we? In the, in the team. I mean, I thought Crouch could consider himself a little bit unlucky. He's, mm. He scored some decent goals this season. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, he's, that that he's, absolute world he scored as well. Yeah, mm. but he's, he's, you know, he's gone for Carroll there, hasn't he's he? He's 31 yeah. compared to Carroll, who you know he could possibly mould into being a, a future player for England. But I, I, you know, I, I like having an underwhelming uh, England squad. To nice. whelm is to dream. Yeah, <laughs> you know. yeah. it, is, it is really nice that the expectation level is so low, isn't it? And mm. I, I hope it doesn't get too nasty because you know uh, Hodgson out. <laughs> was trending on Twitter wasn't it probably half, it was half ironically half seriously yeah yeah um but the thing so is, I hope that doesn't become. I hope the sun, you know, aren't photoshopping him into a turnip or you know whatnot, and just give him an actual chance. But you know, it's refreshing that there's, you know people aren't sort of beating the drum saying we're going to win it. The thing is, clearly yet. we're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the thing is, though, a lot of people say, oh, it's a bit of a safe squad. Well, 
Joe Hart's never played in a tournament. You know, um, one or two of the centre backs. You know, maybe it's Cahill or perhaps Lescott. Cahill, I'd imagine, will start. He's never played. Scott Parker, yeah. Ashley Young. You know, Danny Welbeck. I was pleased Loads of them have not played tournament football. So when they say it's a safe squad, what well, do you want? A dangerous squad? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, should we just Barton in the middle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is nearly risky enough. What yeah. do you want? I do, people. people got Rooney to come in and kick somebody in the yeah. back of the leg. Uh, yeah. Basically, people don't know what they want. You know, exactly. They'll always find a weird reason to get annoyed. And I think one of the most. <laughs> because an England squad is never going to be that good. No, exactly. Uh, one of the, I thought one of the most turning things Hodgson said, because we maybe. On this show, we were maybe a bit premature saying he might usher in a new. A new sort of era, yeah. if you like. I think I do. St- I do still think he'll plan on doing that. But one of the t- most telling things he said in the press conference was that he wanted to keep faith in the players that are qualified. Yeah. He said, "I've been parachuted mm-hmm. in to a certain extent. This is still half or three quarters a Capello squad." Yeah. yeah. And and the real and it is. Yeah, of course. A lot it is. of people saying, oh, it is." And the real work will start after the tournament. Yeah. And when he starts building a long-term legacy, hopefully, and he ushers these new players in. For many of these players, Gerard Lampard one or two others it's the last roll of the dice for them really again people were going oh well I wanted a bit more youth well Carl Walker's injured Rodwell's you know Wilsh is injured who else were you talking about Chamberlain Chamberlain's Walcott's in in. Walcott's in Welbeck's in people are talking about like this the same situation with when uh, Walcott was taken to a tournament and never really used you know, he's got so much more experience than Walcott had at that well, point. Yeah, exactly. actually, Oxlade Chamberlain's played in the Champions League. That was the only thing Hodgson messed up on, didn't he? When he said yeah. he did a good job against Pirlo, and of course he was. The few surprises for me were that um, Butler was on. Butler's on standby ahead of Stockdale, which I thought was strange. Yeah, I did that. Uh, I was pleased for John Ruddy because he's had a good solid season. Yeah. He won't play, but it's good experience for yep, him, you know. Yep. And if and, and and as we've said before, Robert Green's a little bit tainted. Mm-hmm. And if Joe Hart gets a bad injury, we're yeah. in real trouble. Yeah, but yeah. We've we've said that with the goalkeepers before. But, so it's good to get experience for Ruddy, you know, because he's only twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. Also I thought it was strange that um Henderson got the noddle style by the Carrick. But Carrick said that Carrick's, he didn't want to do it. Carrick's retired from international football on the sly, isn't he? Yes. Oh right, yeah. blimey. Yeah, Carrick I didn't said, know that. Carrick said I don't want to be a bit part player. And I would have got I would have had Lennon in a head of downing probably. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you, again you make the point about the left foot. I'm I'm not sure, you know, there's a lot of width in the team already with Ashley Young and mm. Oxley Chamberlain can both play on the the left. I think Oxley Chamberlain will be used as an impact player oh, if yeah, at I, all. I, I really obviously. want him to. I'm excited to see him actually. Yeah, I'm excited I, to see him come on that. because it's good and even in this day and age of worldwide scouting and pro zone it's still very, very effective and to have a player that not many other teams know about. Yeah. yeah. You know, that does really well. I mean, look at Rooney in 2004. Yeah. People didn't know how to play against him. You know, I'm not suggesting that Oxlade Chambers is as good as Rooney, but he could be a real impact player for us. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm saying semi's minimum. <laughs> 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 it will be intriguing to see impacts of Andy Carroll. But what do you, what do you think of uh, Gerard being named as captain? Well, I love the way he did gonna... it. I love, well, just, well, yeah, he's a captain. I spoke to him, Gerard. That's it. He really played down the captain, yeah, which yeah. I think was a really shrewd move. Actually, yeah. well, it's clear that Gerard's going to start, isn't it? You, you think it's going to be him or, him yeah, or, yeah. or Lampard? Hopefully, yeah. uh, that will be getting the nod. So I, I don't know if I I'd even start Gerard that, personally, I, he, but then you do. You've got to have that experience mm. in there. So, well, I, I think he will start Gerard now. You, you know, Talking about players not following instructions. Well, there you go. <laughs> but I think I think he will. You know, you're not going to pick your captain. He'll sit on the bench. Uh, what about Terry and Ferdinando? Mm. No Ferdinand. Well, I'd have probably taken Ferdinand over Terry personally. He's a bigger injury risk in terms well, of. Th- but he's, up he said then. that Ferguson sort of hinted, mm, can he play, you know, two yeah, games? Yeah, Ferguson doesn't want him to go, that's yeah. why. Mind games, God, all over the shop. Ferdinand's played more league games this season than he's played for the last four years. Yeah, I know he has, yeah, but that's what Hodgson said. Hmm. You know. Yeah, okay. So he's, so he's looked at it. But we will talk uh, much more about the Euros uh, next week. Next week. Yeah, and uh, when it starts, and when, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and during, yeah. right.
Now it's time for going for gold. Going for going for gold. Gold. It is time for going for gold, and I would like to thank uh, Eel Commandant Johnny Clifford uh, for getting involved. And, so, uh, sounds like a fifty singer. He certainly, certainly does. Like Jimmy Cliff or something. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> right. He came up with uh, all of these clues, so uh, I, I fact-checked them, and they seem kosher. Stop devolving but all your jobs. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> seem. In a, yeah, in a, in a minute. <laughs> well, next year week, we'll have someone coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got someone in for this. I told you, Davies is on standby. Good. Oh, yeah. My favourite karaoke song is Mustang Sally. Stop. Phil Brown. No. Oh. <laughs> it's probably his as well. Yeah. Stop. Terry Butcher. No. He's a Mustang Sally kind of bloke, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I ended my career at Stoke City. I once had to walk around with felt tip eyebrows after Robbie Fowler shaved my real ones off. <laughs> stop, stop. Neil Ruddock? No. He never finished at Stoke, did he? Um, it's the kind of thing, you know. Hmm. It's a fair shout. Stop. Yeah. John Scales. No. I scored a header against AC Milan at the San Siro in the Champions League. One of only eight career goals I have scored. Oh, blimey. Oof. Stop. Rob Jones. No. Oh, I should have. <clears throat> no? Nope. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. I was capped for both the England B team and the Scotland national team. Oh, bloody. Oh, bloody hell. In 2000, I moved from Liverpool to Leeds for 4.25 million. Stop. Dominic Matteo. Dominic Matteo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just stop. It's in there. Uh, my autobiography was titled In My Defence. Johnny Clifford, we salute you with well, both. I do remember that header. Keeper got a big hand to it, but it went in. Dominic Matteo is one of those players I just completely forgot ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of morphs into Di Matteo, doesn't he, a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I've got, <laughs> I've got nothing against Dominic Matteo, but that's a lot of money to go to Leeds for. Yes, well, Leeds were... Oh yeah, that's true. They were, sorry, they were living yeah. the dream. Bit, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you it. remember how much money they spent? Yeah, I think they got a point at Milan when he scored the header. It's worth it, isn't it? League yeah. One, five <laughs> years oh, later. It's a genius that he yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Woo! And uh, the Dean Winners Hall of Fame is in association with Kitbag.com once again, people. Now, who have we got this week, boys? I'll tell you who we've got. It's one of the greatest European players of all time. It's Michel Platini. Oh. Mr. Europe himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some might say a controversial entry. Yeah, well, sure we'll, well, of course, current president of UEFA. We will mention that uh, later on. But but what a player. What mm. a player. It cannot be ignored. It, it, it really can't. Whatever he, he may be getting up to It would right be now. rubbish to do him as a profile that ignore it, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, as not- I said before we started recording, there's enough wife-beating drunks in the Dean Windows Hall of Fame. You can't <laughs> judge them on things they've done after football. Well, no. we are primarily going to be focusing on his admin, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> his well, tax returns whatever wow. whatever he faultless whatever he's getting up to which right is unusual now, for them yeah. or whatever he goes on to do he was quite simply a magnificent football player absolutely magnificent and his playing career can only be uh, applauded but we will start where we always do with his birthday the 21st of June 1955 oh um 
12 years before the summer adult. <laughs> oh, are you shutting yeah. down for yeah. the yeah. summer? Oh, someone's knocked off early. I've had too many, uh, <laughs> had too many cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I go sleep now. <laughs> throwing your maths all out. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this man is the person who Zinedine Zidane would pretend to be when playing in the school playground. <laughs> That's how good he is. Yeah. <laughs> or was. A great hair model as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for a balding yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. When you become like a sort of... Um, when you sign with like a professional club, even as a like youngster, yes. do you think you stop pretending that you are an actor, like a, you know, a current footballer? No, I wouldn't have thought so. But even mm. if you're on the books of a club and, you know... George Best always said that he used to do sort of monologues of famous players in his head when he was playing and stuff. Weird, really yeah, said or recently. Sing, sing songs and stuff. Weird. Said recently that he would find out from the kit man what kit they were wearing on the next match, and he'd sort of visualise himself wearing that he's, kit, doing amazing he's, stuff. He's big into visualisation of Rooney. Yeah, he's, mm. he said it's been a huge part of his career. As, <coughs> as am I. Yeah, is that yeah. right? Yeah, that's right indeed. I can see you all naked now. Uh, he had trials at Mets at an early age and uh, after a vigorous training session one day in hot conditions his uh, medical tests showed that his heart was struggling a little bit and Mets were, were quite um, concerned by this as you could imagine yeah. uh, now the medical tests weren't um, as uh, up to date as they are now um, but so he went to uh, Nancy after um, Mets said no thank you to him and he had some more uh, tests there, medical stuff um, and was advised to give up the sport but incredibly um, after perhaps more tests and, and one thing or another a bit of training uh, they said he was okay and he, he carried on with his footballing ambitions um, and, and we're grateful he did what a player he turned out to be he made his debut uh, at Fancy at the age of 18 uh, they were relegated in his first season but the second season is where he started to come into his own. An attacking midfielder he was, we mustn't forget. Scored 17 goals and they won the French second division. First season back in the top flight, finished seventh with Platini getting 22 goals. For the number 10 position, mm. from the Diaz. <clears throat> That's right. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and he just started having, started having a lot of fun in the 70s during the game. I mean, he won the French Football of the Year in 1976. Uh, same year he's got his French, uh, first goal for the French national team with a trademark free kick mm. he was an absolute mm. git for a free yeah. kick <laughs> strangely really early in his career he was a target for sort of the boo boys quite a lot wasn't he and he really had to overcome that he had to work really hard to get people to stop just giving him stick well I think he, he very quickly established himself as an excellent player mm. but also that number 10 talismanic um, the flamboyant he was exactly. a fan of the old socks rolled down as well yeah, yeah. Yeah. probably would rub people mm. the wrong way a little bit yeah, absolutely, and and uh, he, he was that kind of right. Give the ball to me; I'll do something mm -hmm. amazing, you know. So when I always say that, but you boys never listen. Well, that's true. Yeah, you're never there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we do a counter attack. Uh, so yeah, I think that's probably the reasons, isn't it? There was so much expectation on him because he was so blooming good. That's why. I mean, it's a bit like when if Cristiano Ronaldo has a slightly off day or somebody like that in a, in a big game. Oh, he's bottled it again. Mm, you yeah, know. Yeah. The fact of the matter, he scored 600 goals. In the yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, um, uh, after, in the 70s, um, it's 1978, more specifically, he scored the only goal in the cup final when they won 1-0. And uh, he was only too shy of 100 league goals for, for Nancy when he, when he left them in... In, in 1979 which was uh, absolutely incredible for, for attacking midfielder, for attacking yeah. midfielder. Uh, in 1977 he finished third in the Ballon d'Or but uh, better things would come to, uh, for him over there uh, played for France at the 1978 World Cup but failed to make an impression on the tournament well the team did really they went out in the first round and that was when people got on his back a little bit there mm. Jim uh, he was playing through injury though uh, and didn't have the kind of showing that, that many thought he might have there were those people on his back 
that's right. Very hard to move monkey. around, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, his, um, his sort of main um, skills were his manoeuvrability. He could sort of get through anything. And, yeah. But once you carry an injury like that, you, you, that's right. you're just ten times more sluggish, aren't mm. you, I suppose? A lot of players won't play if they've got a little mm. niggle, will they? Some, mm. people, some players play through it, but English players especially. But. Yeah. Uh, back in France, he moved to uh, Saint-Étienne and uh, scored over 25 goals in each of his three seasons there, won the league in 1981. That's when Saint-Étienne were bang- banging yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Over 25 goals a season for a, for a midfield player. It's good. Absolutely super. It's Lampard-esque. It is Lampard-esque. Uh, in the 1982 World Cup, he really started to show the world uh, what he could do with that number 10 on his back. And they came fourth, didn't they, uh, France? They did the reach the semi-finals and, and play some lovely football That's my favourite um, French kit. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a nice kit. one, isn't it? Beautiful piece of art. They had a marvellous midfield quartet of uh, oh, Tigana playing the Magic defensive. Square. Yeah, well, that was the kind of the, the first Magic Square, although the, we'll come on to them in, in 1984. Cause there's, there's, oh, it was 84, wasn't it? Well, yeah, yeah they, they, they kind of say the origins of it was in 1982. Um, uh, Jean Tigana playing defensive midfield with Gires and um, Giannini on the flanks and then Platini up uh, at the tip of the, of the midfield. Uh, and in the semis, they had an unforgettable match against the Germans. When uh, that was the one when Battisong got smashed by uh, <laughs> by Schumacher, it broke, two, lost three teeth, broke a vertebrae, was unconscious on the pitch, wasn't he? It was Referee it. gave a goal kick. Men were men back then. Yeah, yeah men were terrified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Referees were idiots. Yeah, France were three one up in extra time. Yeah, and they, they didn't put it away and. Uh, and the Germans won on penalties but Platini said being involved in that match was still one of the greatest moments of his career as it provided such drama and entertainment and the French should have gone through that's a really quite refreshing didn't. attitude on yeah. something like that you know clearly again the man for the big occasion that he cannot let something like that affect him and especially yeah. as they, you know Schumacher should have been sent off oh yeah twice at least yeah. <laughs> basically Sch- Schumacher's hip hit Patrick Battiston in the mouth mm. and shattered his jaw yeah. And, and yeah it's, it's the worst foul ever yeah. So it's because of the you know the drama in the situation and the sort of context of it all. And also like Schumacher, I mean, and later on Schumacher did apologise, but like initially he was quite blasé about it. He said, I think he was asked a question about it um, by by a journalist, and he said something like, "Oh, um, I'll just tell him I'll pay for the dental work. Tell him I'll pay for it if it's if he needs his teeth done. I'll pay for it." Sort of thing. Just really mm. obviously horrendously arrogant. Anyway, back to Platini. But Platini's yeah. mouth was fine. Yes, that's and we're right. Talking about him. <laughs> I know his dentist. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a lovely man. He's a lovely man. <laughs> Platini joined Juventus in 1982 and had a wonderful time there. In his first season, he won the Coppa Italia and uh, the, the Serie A top goal scorer with only 16 goals. Mm. But still, he won it. So that, was the old, that was back in the day when it was uh, mm. less shut up shot. <laughs> <laughs> in 1984, France did uh, win a major tournament, the European Championships, uh, which was staged in France. Platini owned that tournament. I think it's, uh, you know, you talk about, say, Maradona in, in World Cup 86, uh, you know, kind of owned that tournament. But, but uh, you know, this is the absolute epitome. It was like no that. one else was even there. Mm. It really was. And and people, I don't think, really know too much about the European Championships uh, pre-1988 in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, England weren't there in 84. But, you know, the European Championships was going for a while. And 84 was a decent tournament, actually. Um, uh, oh, my goodness. I mean, nine goals in five games. He's got two hat-tricks. In the two stages. perfect hat-tricks. Oh, my God. <laughs> scored in every game, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, they beat they beat Portugal in an incredible game in the semis, three two. Platini scored the winner in the 119th minute, nice. uh, and they beat Spain in the final two nil. Um, and he scored yeah, every game in total nine goals. The next best scorer in the tournament was Denmark um, ex Chelsea man uh, Frank Arneson. Not Chelsea man, behind the scenes. Uh, with three goals. Three goals. Yeah. With three goals. With three goals. 
During that tournament, France had, of course, the, the quintessential magic square. Uh, with Fernandez coming in for that one, making up the four. Was Jures Platini and Tigana? That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, some of the some of the games that French side of the sort of early and mid eighties were involved with were absolutely superb. And Platini was a great part of that. They played wonderful football and probably should have. Dare I say, maybe even won eighty two. I mean, they, again, they got to the semi finals in eighty six. Mm. Came third. They'd Platonied. Whatever that means. Yeah, Sure. But what about his career at Juventus as well? well he played a couple of European finals, didn't he, in style? He did, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, of course, uh, he won Well, he won the Cupman's Cup in 84. Hmm. Uh, and the league as well. He was top scorer in Serie A again, would be three seasons in a row. So, 84, he won the European Championship, mm-hmm. the Cup, mm. the league, and was top scorer. Yeah, and the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> Still bad, is it? <laughs> he won the Ballon d'Or three times in a row, 83 to 45. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Serie A top scorer three seasons in a row. The first time uh, since the Swede Gunnar Nordell. Oh, the big uh, man. Did it for Milan Mia, years yeah. previously. Uh, but, I mean, what a player he was. It could pick a thread of past on oh, the eye great, of the needle. Great two, two good feet. Could could slot, slip a, slip a ball through. Would score his own goal. Like you said, uh, free kick specialist. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, commander play well. He's, yeah, he's obviously quality. But Massive he fin- trof- trophy cabinet as well. Yeah. <laughs> but he finished like a striker, didn't he? When yeah. he went, mm. we would go through. Absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, he was. Uh, he won the European Cup in '85 amidst the tragedy of the Heysel Stadium disaster. He scored course. the winner, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he scored he, the penalty. Yeah, that's it? right. Yeah. I tell you, who else played in that game. Cesare Prandelli, current Italian manager. Oh right, did he? Yeah, you've had some players then. Uh, oh, yeah. Paolo Rossi. Yeah. Um, Would Zoff been in goal? Boniek. Uh, Shiria played. How oh, did he? Yeah, Tardelli. Was, was off in goal? Or was he finished then? But yeah, certainly they had some absolutely fantastic players. Yeah. Um, as I said, in 1986 they finished in the semi final. I think Zoff had finished because he lifted the World Cup in 82. Yeah, and that's that was true, him yeah. done, I think. Yeah. 1986, um, they knocked out Italy and Brazil on the way to the semis and were beaten once again um, by the Germans. Platini again playing with an injury during that tournament as well. Um, uh, something people don't know about Platini is that um, he was a big practical joker. He was asked in an interview with 442. Um, someone said oh you used to be a bit of a practical joker and he said what What do you mean I still am the three most important things in my life my family, friends and having a laugh (laughs) (laughs) good Uh, wasn't he Jim he he had a bit of a a prankish sense of humour yeah and there's a really bizarre bizarre thing he used to do when they were on away trips (laughs) he'd go out in public set off firecrackers and then pretend to be dead (laughs) from a man with a history of a heart condition (laughs) that's gotta be that's gotta be illegal the head of UEFA (laughs) (laughs) I hope he still does that yeah I do just around the halls of UEFA yeah Yeah. with SEP (laughs) (laughs) I got you again in 1987 at the age of 32 he retired from football he felt he'd lost a yard of pace and rather than changing his game or becoming a bit part player, he would retire whilst at the top. Yeah, did you see his... Um, in 1988, he had a testimonial back at Nancy. Yeah. Um, it was a French team. Mm. Uh, we got all this powers to play, obviously, against the World Eleven, And the World Eleven lineup included Lothar Mateus, <laughs> Marco Tardelli, <laughs> El Diego, <Ooh>. Francesco Oli, <sighs> Wee Gordon Strachan, ah. yeah, Zico, <laughs> and Paolo Futra. <laughs> really? Paolo Futre played. He was oh, at Atletico Madrid at the time, and he played Futre ten. Futre was a good player. Yeah. West Ham legend. Yeah, yeah, basically finished two all, and um, yeah, it was good. It was, I watched. There's a, there's a good little uh, clip of it on YouTube, actually. It often shows how well a player's re- how much a player's respected, isn't it? When yeah. when people like that want to turn yeah. out for it. It's absolutely round in that stadium as well. It's yeah, amazing. I can imagine. Yeah, I absolutely amazing. Um, uh, he amassed 72 caps for France, scoring 41 goals. <laughs> Midfielder. I'm pretty sure he was the leading scorer until one rebroke it, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah. 
Uh, he summed up his playing career quite nicely, uh, saying, I began playing for the biggest club in the Lorraine region, went to the biggest club in France, and ended up with the biggest club in the world. Yay. <laughs> I did quite like that. Um, a year after retiring, he became manager of the French national side, gave Didier Deschamps his first international cap, and uh, started a strike partnership up with Cantona and Papin. Oh, you're having that. I think Papin might have scored in that testimonial, actually. Oh, did he? Yeah, he played in that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, marvellous. Uh, he got the best out of Cantona for France, may- many people say. And when Cantona was thinking about quitting, Platini was one of the people who influenced his move to England to help restart his career, because he said, I think he'll do well there. Yeah. So thank you very much for that, Michel. Yeah. Uh, when he um, managed France uh, into the 90s, they, um, they went on a record-breaking 19-game unbeaten run. Uh, and were one of the favourites for Euro 92 but they didn't manage to impress at the tournament going out in the first round with England uh, and he finished uh, his managerial stint after that and he didn't want to do uh, club football so he got into the administrative side of the game with the French Football Federation very rare and uh, later yeah. as uh, in UEFA and then president which yeah. he currently is got the big winner yeah mm. got the big job and uh, I mean, there's a little bit of controversy around him, isn't there? As the president of UEFA. Well, yeah, yeah. I d- with the greatest respect, you're always going to get that because yeah. you're the head of, of UEFA, and you know you can't please everyone all the time, can you? You, no. you, you judge people by um, the company they keep, and he's forced to keep Sepp Blatter as a friend. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. He's done some stuff like the old six and five sort of homegrown rule, which yeah. is and also, right. I mean, the, the financial fair play rules are largely down to him. You know, he's, he's quite altruistic in a lot of senses. Yeah, you know. yeah. Or you could look at that and say he hates the Premier League. <laughs> you <laughs> think he does? Yeah, <laughs> he says he doesn't, but he's hardly going to come out and yeah. say that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we we shall see what, what his um, if there will be a legacy left with his reign, or if indeed he goes on to bigger and FIFA more. president. Well, mm, well, yeah. We, yeah but uh, but like I say, we're focusing on his playing career, which is glittering. Yeah. It really is. I mean, what an influential player he was. And I mean, I said one of the best players in Europe, possibly one of the the, the, the greats. Well, he won oh, Ballon d'Or three times in a row. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's no bad well, thing. I think only it? Messi's done that. Since mm. something like that, and a quintessential number ten who just had it all as a player, very cultured, uh, and all the rest of it. He was against the 39th game. Oh yeah, he the was. Premier League, so not all bad <laughs> if, you, uh, if you're not too sure. Um, he was once asked if he considered himself the best player in the world, and he replied, "It's not that I regarded myself as the best player in the world. I was the best player in the world." <laughs> and he's coming into the thing where that's all the fun. Oh, and don't forget, yeah, um, <clears throat> the Dean Winners Hall of Fame at the moment is in association with Kitbag.com. If you follow our Twitter feed and, and follow the instructions on there, you'll get a chance to win a £50 voucher towards some football shirts. So go for it. Kitbag.com and at KitbagUK on Twitter. Maybe buy yourself some socks and then roll them down. Yeah, just like, mm. just like Michelle. Mm. Uh, that's it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. If you'd like to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. Yes, it is. And this week, Alex Hess looks at the players from the Premier League's relegated trio that he rates as good enough to secure moves back up there. Gary Al Smith looks at the Premier League's African team of the season. And Vincent Forrester takes a look at the Celtic Nations bid for Euro 2020. Elsewhere, there's the Forum, the Hall of Fame, the Shop, and the opportunity to win a dinner date with me, which uh, you have to pay for. <laughs> You've um, really become desperate, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's just dinner, Jim. Yeah. That's your dinner. Yeah. We, we've all made different life choices and I've had to live with them so yes I think I'll um, just take this opportunity to let the listeners know about our schedule for the Euros damn right um, we're going to be released uh, as usual next week 30th of May Wednesday after that the next shows are going to be Thursday the 7th of June Ooh. which will be our Euros preview yes uh, Monday the 11th of June 
and then we're off to Kiev for the 14th, 16th and 18th that's the Thursday and the Saturday and the Monday we'll be doing shows from Kiev um, and lots of different cool things on the website as well um, then the Thursday 21st of June Monday 25th of June Saturday the 30th of June and then we'll round up the tournament on Monday the 2nd of July so keep an eye on the Twitter the Facebook the website and keep an eye on your iTunes pipe as well thank you for that Luke uh, say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Pete goodbye say goodbye Luke goodbye and it's goodbye from me we'll see you next time you wanted I wanted bad why because <laughs> we yeah, but you shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're better than Charles. We're better than you guys. We're better than us. We're better than my my lot. You shit. We're better than squad there. The bear is worth more than their whole team. Car- fucking carrot shit. Modric better than us. You will always be our our blood and our heart. Thank you very much. Thank you for everything. League. Uh, <laughs> league. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, uh. This is my Let me do my Eric Cantona impression. I don't know how this conversation happened, and it will never happen again. What do you want a biscuit? I had one, but you put your penis on it. That'll happen again. All true, of course. All true. Best in fact. I can't explain what I'm feeling I want the world to know I'm in a day Sometimes I get a good feeling Marcus <laughs> Inappropriate The hearts True. Very, oh, true. I opened up my laptop, right? And I'd been playing with uh, Keynote. I don't know if you're familiar, Apple's uh, version of PowerPoint. And I'd written, <laughs> but I'd written, right, in big letters, right? I'd been dicking around with it because Lauren needed it for um, uh, a presentation. And I'd written in big letters, <laughs> but fuck Tuesdays, the, the Pete Donaldson story. <laughs> flipped it open on the tube in front of a lot of kids. I'm going to prison. Again. <laughs> but fuck Tuesdays. <laughs> Did you look at them all? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.